Hello and welcome to What Are We Even Talking About? The podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We are Melenga and Lindy and thank you for joining the conversation. What we've been talking about. So today, I got in there quick since we had done. Today we're talking about um, being yourself. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I kind of threw it out there, threw it out on you like, this week because I was like, I think things just kind of mit- 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 mitched, matched. They matched up together, like different talking to different people, I think, and then it just and listening to um, um, a preach as well. So it was just like it came all together. It was kind of a challenge, yeah. a challenge to myself. Mm. And then I was like, I think we should talk about this. And then that's what I, I started sending you, sending you um, these these what are they called pointers. Yeah, but, um, but I mean that's the topic, really, isn't it? It's about being yourself authentically, like mm-hmm. without compromise, basically, mm. unashamedly, or as they say, unapologetically, or something. Mm. Unashamedly, <laughs> yourself. I was thinking about that song from um, if I can remember that song from The Greatest Showman. When you know when she's singing the one, the bearded woman. Um, this, <laughs> this is me. Uh... Oh, that song, yeah. And I was thinking about because in this in this discussion we talk a lot about um, um, what's it called again? It's like the world when they say world, it's like secular and like non spiritual versus um religious in the terms of um in terms of church, and then yeah. So it seems very. I was listening to my little ideas my little voice note to myself about this actually and I was thinking it, it seems very churchy but um <laughs> kind of is but then that's part of me being just say it as it is do you know what it is because sometimes like sometimes it's not like I'm fearing judgment when I'm when I'm saying oh it's not churchy and it's not it's kind of like because I know what that's like to listen to someone who's like that and I don't like it do you know what I mean it's like and I'm like I always don't want to be like that it's like I don't want to be even when I was listening to myself some notes that I made. I think I made some. <laughs> I was thinking aloud, so I was like, "Let me record this." And I was like, oh, "You sound very freaking churchy." Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's like, I mean, what's wrong with that? What is wrong with it? It's like I think that's one of the things I said. Like I was talking about standards a lot. We're gonna go into it. Really, this is just like the topic around the topic. Yeah, sorry, the yeah. discussion around the topic, but it's like. It's, it's part of it the central heart of it is like it's about standards standards that are set because there are standards that are set like standards as in like what goes in terms of values yeah. if you want to say values and so sometimes when you when you're when you are religious that's why religion has negative connotations even in this world in the secular world it's like oh you're religious like it has such a negative connotation that like if you say you're spiritual it's a bit better because why because spirituality is more inclusive and free-flowing and more like like broad-minded and not so narrow yeah and so mm. religion it's like very like this is what i think about religion like rules um rigid so it's kind of mm. like when i speak speak about my beliefs even when I'm hearing myself back I'm like well you sound very kind of rigid and that's not very nice to myself I don't know is that because I've got 
influence from living in this society. It's like, you, I mean, it sound, depends. It sounds very depends. dodgy and non inclusive mm. when you start just saying what you believe in and what you stand for and what you don't. So, yeah. I mean, I get what you mean, but I guess that's that's what it is, isn't it? If that's <laughs> what you believe in. But I mean, what what topics were you, I don't know, listening to yourself talk about that made you sound religious or narrow-minded or whatever it was my voice notes about this like what we're going to talk about today yeah okay and it just was like because I was going on and I think I had that firm stance of just kind of like well no I think when I was thinking over my mind and I was like no Mm. I think you should follow like if you're gonna follow God you're gonna follow Christ and follow Christ I don't don't follow the world and things like that you know I mean it's like it sounded like some sort of but you can say that of any belief though right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's not really about being religious you could say that about anything like someone might say oh if you're going to be vegan like do it properly do it all the way don't you know compromise isn't that isn't it the same thing so it doesn't necessarily mean that you're religious just because the topic you were talking about right or am I just making it simplifying it too much No, I think um, when I was thinking over, I was like, you know what, this could be anything. This could even yeah. be, even if you weren't religious at all. And it's just, if I just said, you know, it's any, any, because there's, there's worlds within worlds, right? So it's like, mm. everyone's got their thing that they subscribe to, everything, everyone's got their, like, I think so anyway, everyone's got their tribe or whatever they place their identity. And it's about identity again. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's something that you're going to settle for. There's some standards or values. And I guess once you start going on about those, and of course, you're going to sound like very like you might sound rigid to someone unless you are very liberal and everything goes. That's what I'm saying, which I feel like the world tries to make us not make us be. But that's more towards what is going to, especially in England with the culture, mm. very mm. like politically correct. And it's like everything has to be um, like palatable, you know, acceptable to your ears. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true. But then, like we said, you're still going to get like persecuted or someone's always going to be against your view even if you are liberal like there'll still be someone that's like you're too liberal or <laughs> you don't stand for anything do you know what I mean so, <laughs> so either way I think it doesn't it doesn't make a difference you're still going to get some resistance whatever you say mm-hmm. whatever you believe in mm-hmm. and I think that's the that's the risk of like putting content out there in the first place you know so it's not something I've really thought about it's only recently like when we were discussing this topic and even when I'm like editing the episodes and I'm kind of like "Mm, okay this is actually going out in the world like when I like searched it up on like Spotify and I was like okay people are actually going to be able to listen to this what are they going to think because (laughs) it's not it's not really something that I had like thought about in depth so I don't know I don't know how I feel about it though I'm just kind of like it's a conversation it's like what we think it's like we're not trying to you know force it on anyone what we believe in we're just having a discussion really throwing ideas around um yeah I think that's why we say in our intro like thanks for being part of our conversation because it's just it's just our thoughts out loud mm-hmm. yeah it's mainly to try and it's, I think like this podcast I kind of went into it thinking it's for me a way of self-exploration mm mm yeah like therapy that's how I see it like because it's I mean it's what we do as individuals isn't it we think through our thoughts what we believe in sometimes we get challenged by other people that we come across that might have you know different um beliefs or worldviews so it's like just putting it in a place where you can just it's nice to listen back to it and be like oh I didn't know like 
I thought that or like to see how you come across like outwardly, if that makes sense. Because mm-hmm. sometimes like you have these discussions and then things come up and then you're like, oh, I didn't actually know I thought that out loud. <laughs> like when you hear yourself say it out loud, you're like, oh, I didn't actually know I thought that. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I, they're like therapy for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't actually know I thought that. I don't know if I've had that experience. Um Mm. yeah I mean because obviously we like set topics but then you we go off on tangents and then we mm-hmm. end up talking about things that you never we might not have had a discussion about and you're like oh yeah this this is actually what I think mm-hmm. and then you know mm-hmm. you, you hear what the other person thinks and you're like oh okay I didn't know I thought that or you thought that but no I, I think it's good I think everyone should have these kind of discussions um, yeah I think it's um before moving on to topic like anytime I have a discussion about what you think it's like um like by talking, I I I think you know what I mean. Because mm. if I didn't think it out, I wouldn't think. Like I wouldn't question myself as in what do I think about this. I think mm. I have. A, like you think you have a you think you you have a thought about about everything. It's like that's the thing about because we're talking about standards today and values. Like you should. I, well, I don't know what to. I don't want to prescribe any any action to anyone <laughs> because I'm part of this society where we never do that. But um. You know, it's like, what was I going to say? I think it's important to, like, evaluate mm. what your standards are because I think um, I realised it's yeah. like last year. It's like, evaluate what your standards are because a lot of the time, I think, anyway, we are like, okay, I, 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 I don't want to follow this. The, the law sucks. Like, the law, I don't like the law. Like, you know, so, man, you know, I'm not really mm. subscribing to the law 100%. I don't subscribe to any spiritual laws or this law or this law. But it's like, okay, so make your own laws then. It's kind of what I'm moving to, like, like, yeah. as in, define what what is for you. Just define your direction, your standards. Um, yeah, that's important because sometimes mm. you end up like having no, like, not subscribing to anything, and then you stand for nothing, and you don't know, you don't know what you're gonna, you know, do you know what I mean? You don't know what your standards yeah. are. So that means that you yeah, yeah, no, just, it's true. Someone else can tell you what to think and they can they can they can more easily persuade you to do something and follow their standards when you don't know what your own parameters are yeah exactly I think it is important to find your own standards and because there is so many standards and beliefs and worldviews out there um and it's important to know what you stand for and why you do because sometimes you can just take on someone else's beliefs like yeah. you said and it's easier to do that but then when someone challenges you you don't really have there's no foundation like Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. you can't really stand in that so Mm -hmm. yeah it's important to challenge yourself as well even as you grow and you get older because obviously when you're younger obviously you're taught by your parents you just take on whatever they believe whatever they say is right and they've taken that from their parents etc and it's not always they're not always right things you'll learn so you have to do a lot of unlearning and learning Mm -hmm. and I I think that's just that's just part of like growing and evolving you know it can't stay the same it's boring (laughs) But I think that we don't do it, though. I don't think we do it. Because I still, even though I've realised the importance of it, I was like, I told myself, I was like, let me write down my, like, my 10 commandments. You know, they don't have to be 10. But do you know what I mean? Like, my own yeah. things. Like, what do I I mean, think? that's hard to do, though. I know, but that's the thing. It's part of living, living an examined life, I think. And it's part of creating. It's part mm. of creating. And why those things are hard to do. It's hard to sit down and think about things you know what I mean what you think about because then you're gonna have to examine everything like to come up with my 10 commandments about how I live my life like like <laughs> you know it was why I started to think about why I started to even say it's good to set your standards because I think I was I was in the car for some reason and then um it was to do with being late mm. and I 
and I I don't know what happened. Um, I'm not sure if like I don't know if mom was late somewhere or she or something that she's she she because she's not someone who's late normally, but it's like even though she's never late, it's like if we set a time like oh it's gonna happen at this time, there's still that kind of like oh it doesn't have to be so rigid, Malenga kind of thing. And so mm. I was like, no, but I have this in my mind. It's like, no, no, it's like a thing where you respect time. So that's like my 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 little yeah, thing. that's your yeah. thing. Yeah, but then lot. at the same time, like even today, you know, when I didn't call you before six, whatever, like I was so I was really not happy with myself. Like I was literally like, mm. like I was literally like going to be like, no, this will not happen again, Lindy. But then I was like, just chill out. Um, but um, <laughs> like. I'm very kind of just like just respect it because the thing is we do respect it when it's like for work and stuff. Do you know what I mean? A bit more. But anyway, I was saying to myself, yeah. I was like, um, I was like, it's funny because I'm so about I'm so original on time, yeah. But then if I'm going to somewhere, um, I don't if I'm going somewhere and especially mm. if especially if I'm arriving and it's a group setting, so it's not just me, the meeting is not just me, myself. Like, I don't mind being five minutes late. Like, I feel like five minutes late is fine. And so then I questioned myself and I was like, wait, hold on a minute. I ha- I respect time, but then I- it's cool for me. Like, that's my little standard that I had that I didn't really, like, you know, consciously think, like, oh, it's cool. Yeah. It's, there's a little rule in my little rule book here. In my mind, it's like, oh, it's cool if I'm five minutes late. Like, and I was just wondering whether that should be a thing. I was like, okay, should that be my little little rule then or what? I think it depends because, like, maybe it's different if, like, it's on someone else's time or whether it's your time, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because I think most people would would feel that way. Like, if we've made an agreement, if it's one-to-one with someone, then you, you want to be on time. But then if it's like, like you said, it's a group setting, it's kind of, it sounds casual. Like, there's no incentive. There's no kind of, you know what I mean? To be like, yeah. oh, I mean, some people will take it extreme and they might be on time for every single thing. Yeah. But I think the majority of people would, would like, they're the same as you. <laughs> then it's loud. Yeah. No, but yeah, just thinking about... But I think it's hard time. to know, sorry, just to cut you off, but it's hard mm. to know what your commandments are and until you're actually challenged. Mm. So that's the only time that you actually think about it. When like <laughs> something happens, you have some sort of conflict or some challenge and you're like, why Why is this happening? And then you realise, oh, it's because this is important to me. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I'm trying to think of things that are important to me and like, why have I have they come up in my mind to be like intentional about it? it's because like something has come up that has challenged that and then I've been like no this is not good and like this is important to me and I've had to express it to someone maybe or things like that so I think that's the only time that it comes up you wouldn't really just sit there like you said and like write down what are the things that are important to me like consciously I feel mm-hmm. if that makes sense um but yeah I'm still yet to do that. I say it's important, but I'm still yet to even sit down because I think I tried to do them, um, but I need to review them. And they should, they, yeah, they probably change and everything, but it's just part of living an examined life and having your own values where, like like I said, even if you're a Christian, like I'm a Christian, yeah, but mm. it's like, do I even know what the Ten Commandments are off the back of my head anyway? But anyway, that's not the point. But um, <laughs> it's one of those ones where it's like, instead of just following, because I don't think that's that's the difference between what people think of as religion like mm. imposed values it's not that you're having you're still creator because I feel like even though we didn't say this is a, a series but we've been talking about creation a lot and I yeah. think you are creator like you you are I believe that we are co-creators with God like with the, with the divinity mm. um 
So we and we are, isn't it? Because we said we're always creating whether we want to, we like it or not. Yeah, if so lately I, here we are. As as a creator, like if you take that seriously, like oh, I am mm. a creator of my life, then then we're having a conversation with these with these um religious laws and things like that. Like why don't we question? Yeah. I mean, that's what science scientists do, don't they? Even when they're exploring the world and everything, like you there's laws that are there about the way the world operates but they still have conversation like they're still experimenting all the time um, yeah and yeah. having this like there's a relationship so i think that's even part of us having a relationship with the divine with god really like you know like examine your standards and your values that's part of it it's like a it's not just like god doesn't say do this and then you just don't you just follow blindly like you can do that but you know some people would disagree with you because yeah, they, it sounds yeah. like you're saying that we sh- we can doubt, we can question God, we can, you know, doubt our beliefs and whatever. Mm. But some people, they say, no, that's not, that's not okay. <laughs> that's not okay. You just have to believe and that's it. Like it's black and white. There's no questioning God. He is who he is. But I think that's unhealthy. I think that's, that's mm. not really, that's not of god but that's just mm. me personally no. saying that mm. yeah that's my experience i can't say that for everyone i can't force everyone to like no you must question no mm. but i think that's that's not of god to not question because it's i mean we're human beings we're made to think and to question like that's mm. naturally what we do about everything around us um so i think it's important to do that and it's not just belief that like are in the religious sphere it's like even in the world like what you think is right whether that's like um structural norms whether that's like I don't know getting a nine-to-five job going to work like everything should be questioned do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. because otherwise we remain like narrow-minded even in our even in the way we think that we should live our life you know because we live on one side of the of the world we'll think that oh this is how life should be I should buy an apartment get an idea wow there's other people on the other side like living on the island like their life is completely different Mm -hmm. so it's like we have to expand our mind and broaden our vision so that we can it's almost like to it's almost like I don't even know how to word it, like helping yourself to realise your full potential. You can't remain narrow-minded, do you know what I mean? Like you have to question everything that you think and see and believe, like, I don't know. Does that make sense? It's like being a child, like, mm. like, mm. like having that, 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 that mindset of like questioning everything. Yeah. Um, and it just came into my mind this probably is, it might not be what Jesus, but I've seen a different aspect to what Jesus said, just in that when he said, um, to enter the kingdom of heaven, you must be like a child. So yeah. I think, like, you know, if the kingdom of heaven, we're not just looking at it like, oh, it's heaven, because I don't know what, when he said the kingdom of heaven, I don't know what he meant. Like, did he mean like the ultimate, like to live truly and fully, maybe, because we're saying here, like to actually be alive fully, like question everything, like learn all the time. Like, because, I was just saying, because all these things that when you're kind of like narrow minded, like you stop being a creator, like a conscious creator, because you just take what's created as like, that's it. And you can't make anything you new. You're mm. not interacting with creation and you're just not using your capacity. Like to me, because you said, oh, you know, if you don't, um, if you don't question things, it's a bit, you didn't say dangerous, but um I don't know what you said specifically like you said you know if you don't question things it's a bit um what did you say just now 
if you don't question I don't remember <laughs> yeah so if you don't okay I can't feel bad then um but it was like you said something about how it was like negative it wasn't a good thing but I was like aside from that it's just a bit it's just a bit boring like it's like you've been given something a brain or you know you've been given this human um like ability you're not even using it you just thought oh, okay you know what I mean it's like you own the street and then you decided to just stay I don't know I don't know why I say it's a street maybe an island an island. but then you decide to just stay underneath one tree but the whole island is yours you know um yeah. it doesn't mean that you have to go out claiming everything like this is mine this is my but it's like you never really had fun there maybe it's part of life as well like having fun and exploring and and I always think like God is a diverse God. Like every time I say that, it's just like when I think about all the different patterns of like fish there is out there. I don't know why it's always yeah. but like, <laughs> you know, like I just think about something that's so ridiculous as that. Like oh, that didn't have to be. Like why is there so much diversity in this world? That means that like because I thought okay, you, you've got this God who's got so much diversity, but then you've got religion where it's like, all these rules and everything so standard and everything's like do this and do that, and I'm like. You know, is it bad to question stuff? Like, is it bad as a Christian to even um, question, like, I've been there, like, tarot, palm reading, astrology and all those things? And, again, mm. it's perspective. And I also I think it's a bit to do with, uh, like, um, going off on a tangent. It's like when you have freedom, there's a certain amount of maturity that comes with it. You know, it's like growing up as a child. yeah. You know, as a child, it's like you tell your child, you tell a small child, isn't it? Don't cross the road by yourself. Don't do thing this and that because mm. they're not old enough to handle that responsibility. But I think as you live yeah. longer and you know more, I think um, yes, you can go and explore. I think so. I mean, at this moment in my life, that's what I think you can explore and you can have fun. All I know is that God has given me the world, so I feel like <laughs> everything <laughs> that's in here and created, like I can actually explore that how I take it and what I do with it again that depends on on what I hold as important or I hold as valuable I guess that's it like you know um yeah at the maturity level but as to exploration and being liberal and mm. being free um having values doesn't is not opposing to that like sticking to God doesn't mm. mean oh I'm not free to explore yeah I don't think it doesn't mean that at all um, and I do think it's important to like see the world like a child and to always be questioning and um, because I feel like even though yeah you said there's a certain freedom when you mature but they can also be like a certain independence and I feel I feel like there's still I don't know what I want to say but there's still a danger to that because you mm. can you can almost feel like you're mature now and you're free to do whatever you want and you kind of <laughs> you lose that childlikeness Mm -hmm. and then that's when we've got the like the danger to be almost like stubborn like Mm. it makes you think because when you were saying before about how um it can be it can be bad to be narrow-minded I was thinking of like in the bible when they always talk about like characters that had like stubborn hearts (laughs) and how like they didn't they didn't um they didn't involve, they weren't, they w- didn't have broad minds. They didn't see the bigger picture. They were just stubborn in themselves. And then they didn't, they couldn't grow. They couldn't see, they couldn't question things. They just thought things were one way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't have any examples off the top of my head, to be honest. But <laughs> that's all I, that's just what came into my mind when you said that. But um, it, I think it is important because otherwise we just stay rigid and then we don't grow. Like then you've got, you've got, okay, an example is like the Pharisees you know mm-hmm. characters like that in the bible that just 
were very religious. They went off the law, but there was no room for anything new, anything fresh. Because I feel like God is, he's not a God that's like stagnant. He's not like, he always has something new to tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always some new revelation. There's always more. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It doesn't really end. So I feel like when when we are like narrow-minded, we stay stagnant. We don't grow. Mm-hmm. So there's that, that danger as well. Mm-hmm. But in terms of standards, um, I'm trying to think of like what standards I have. Like, I don't know. I feel like I'm so like beyond... That sounds so arrogant, I think. <laughs> You're so much more now. No. <laughs> That's not even what I was trying to say. I, I mean, like, I feel like I'm so beyond how I was. I'm thinking of, like, my spirit, my spiritual journey or my religious journey, whatever you want to call it, um, of when I first became born again, like, how, how I would think, yeah, quotes. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah <I> <laughs> uh, quote unquote, born again. How I would um, think as a young <laughs> Christian. There was a time when everyone was saying that, quote unquote, quote. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous. I've never said it before. It's the first quote time, unquote. but I just feel, <laughs> I feel like I have to say it. Um, like the way I used to think in my like young mind um, was to just like look at everyone around you and copy what they're doing. Right? Hmm. I feel like when you're young, that's what you do. So as a young Christian, that's what you would do. Look around at everyone. How's that person praying? How's that person worshiping or whatever? You copy that because that's what you're emanating as a like a child almost. If they looked particularly holy, yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd copy them. <laughs> no, not like proper somebody. like, oh, that one's re- jumping. Let me jump. Not like that, but as in like, just as an example. Like you, you know emulate, I mean? like you feel like yeah, oh, emulate. that's a good way to be, you know? You have yeah, like, that's, that's, that's the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is doing it like that also. But then I feel, I think that's what I'm saying when I'm saying I'm beyond that. I don't mean I'm, you know, above everything. No, I'm, what I'm saying is that like, I, there's so much liberty in like being past that point, obviously reaching a stage of maturity where like you you make like you said you make up your own stand not make them up but you you realize Why your own not? standards of, <laughs> your, <laughs> you realize your own standards and beliefs and like you have your own experience to go off if that makes sense rather mm-hmm. than what you're told mm-hmm. do you know what i mean that's why now like if someone comes to me and they're like oh they want to have a discussion about god i first of all i ask them like I, well i say that but i might not but First of all, I would like to ask them, like, oh, who's your God? Like, almost. Not to say that with there's it's different sinister. gods, but it's like, it's what's... your question. <laughs> no, it's... you serve? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not you know, like I that. I have in my book. I like that so much. <laughs> no, it's more like, I think I realise that God is such a personal God that, like, the God that I'm experiencing, he's almost, is the same God that you're worshipping as well. But the way you experience him is so different to me that it's almost like, oh, tell me about your God. Do you know mm. what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so I feel like I've reached a point where, like, it's so much easier. It's not as hard to, like, um, encounter other people who have different standards and beliefs because it's like, that's your experience. Like, it almost, like, there's nothing to argue. Do you know what I mean? So when mm. someone comes and they're like, oh, they're an atheist or they're a different religion, like, that's your experience, like. I'm not trying to, I don't know. What am I trying to say here? I get what you mean. Yeah. You get what you mean. 
So I feel like that's that's what comes with maturity, like in your spiritual walk. It's like you reach a point where you're like, yeah, like that's your foundation almost because you're not taking it from someone else because you have your, your own fun? standard that you found. What's your- What's your foundation? Sorry, what do you mean that's your foundation? It's your experience. So okay. the experiences that you have as you walk the journey with God or whatever you want to call him, mm. the, the the divine or the universe. Um, we, we're mainly talking about religious standards here, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, but then it's, yeah, it's religious standards, but for me, it's still the same. Like, mm. you know, it's like if I say the divine, the, the this, the that, I'm still talking about God. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what I'm saying. That's my foundation. It's my own experience. So no one no one can come to me because it's my experience. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So you are saying, in a way, when you were speaking, I I I think what I gathered a bit is like when you start off in the world, any world, it could be the world as in as we know it, just the world, or it could be if you enter the Christian world or a belief. Mm. Um. You you don't even with food. And yeah, nutrition. Say, Sorry. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I just realized that it's the same. I've had that experience as well. In every sector of your life, like it could be everything, 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 because it's all one thing, even though it's divided into these sectors. We say spirituality, fitness, um, finances. Mm. It's, it's the experience of life, but just, you know, it's a way that we make sense of it, I guess, is little sectors. But in all of them, you, at the beginning, you don't have any experience. So you kind yeah. of have no, you don't have anything to go off. But I think mm. an ideal way to navigate is when you're building up that experience, value your own experience, like value yourself, like value, yeah. yeah, value what you're perceiving. Take note of what you're perceiving so that you can perceive. Because I remember when I was in church and I just literally thought like as someone who, because obviously mom and dad, they believe in God, but they didn't raise up us up in church like that. You know, like yeah. we go to church, like Baptist, and then it was Catholic, and then we, you know, we didn't go to church for a while. Mum was going to church, Dad wasn't going to church, and so, um, what do I say that to say? Um, <laughs> right, right. When I now went to church by myself, like yeah. near uni time, when I was uh, going to university, I hadn't been, I hadn't really, you know, come. I didn't have that felt like that. Um, I didn't have that background knowledge of someone who's just been constantly going to church. So I was looking yeah. at everyone and I was kind of seeing them through that like rose tinted glasses of like, oh my gosh, everyone's holy here. You know, everyone, everyone here is like, you know, <laughs> and stuff. like I'm not saying they're ultra holy, but I just, I just believed them. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm laughing so much. It just sounds so funny. Did you? I no, know. okay. No, this is what I meant. I, when I say they're ultra holy, I didn't mean they're ultra holy. I just meant like, I believe that they led, I believe that they led the life. That, that they, they claim that you're supposed mm. to lead. So yeah. a lot for me is to do with dating. <laughs> so for me personally, I mean, no one told me to go and do this, right? But then I, I didn't <laughs> date. Like I have, I, you know, I don't date anywhere now. As in, I've made that decision at the moment, at the moment because I'm lazy. But there was a time when I, you know, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't dating because I was like, well, it was all my, part of my whole thing of just, I don't know. I was just that kind of thing where I, like, I just, I just thought, right? But this that does sound silly to say out loud. That, like God will just deliver me my partner. Like my <laughs> I wasn't going to clubs because the thing is, I wasn't inclined to go clubbing anyway in the in the first place. I was not someone yeah. to go. Like yeah, before I even went to church, I didn't like it anyway. So mm. um, I wasn't inclined to go to clubs, and I wasn't really like sociable in that sense. Like into to, to do with like nightlife and all of those things. Like it's just not yeah. my thing. Like even now today, like do you know what I mean? Um, but um, 
I just thought like everyone else was probably like abstinent. Okay, let's just start from that basic one where it's like, okay, no sex before marriage. So I just thought like everyone else was like abstaining. You know, I didn't really think too deep. Not that you should anyway, because that would just be creepy as well. If I thought deeply about people's sexual sexual history, like what the hell. Um, I didn't really <laughs> think about that. Like I just took you as you appeared in church. You know what I mean? Like all my yeah. when I say everyone, I mean like people like my age that I hung around. Your peers, with, yeah. Yeah, like my peers and stuff. Like I didn't pry too much into that. I just thought that, you know, this is it. Like I know people went out parties late on parties Saturday night and they'd come to church late. But I just thought like, you know, you're having fun, but you're still abiding to the standards that you know we say that we live yeah. by. And then when things start happening and when when I left church more, and then it's like, you know, I could kind of see that wow, um, I was kind of like living in this bubble and it was just me and myself in that bubble, even though I was in church, because other people had different realities, and then that was mm. just my reality. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, why did I go off on this tangent again? Please remind me. Oh, um, <laughs> so, we were talking about dating like, as a standard, as an example. The, um, going, so when going you're to young, church with, when you're first a Christian, um, yes, you don't I have was that experience, yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have that experience. I came in and when I looked at people, I just assumed, I just listened, but I didn't observe. That was my problem, I think. I didn't really observe and take things as a child. I didn't. I just blindly followed. See, there's that's that's why it's folly. They call it foolishness. Like, I just blindly <laughs> followed. Like, oh, these are the commandments. And I just, I heard it, yeah. And I just believed it without looking. Like, look, look. Do you know what I mean? Look yeah. around. Be observant, I guess, is what you you are like this. And my junior is like this as well. It's mm. like, I just took it as fate. I, I just took it, like. Um, because every you know this is this everyone is who raises holy hand that like, that's how they are every 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 day, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's that thing of of it's dangerous. Yeah, like you didn't say I think, but of just not being um, someone who inquires about the world around you. You know, yeah, yeah. It's like you're not even living life fully, to be honest. And this I'm speaking to myself. I don't think I do. Like this is a part of it, self inquiry or self inquiry. Mm-hmm. But um, it's so important. It's a way of like relating with the world because I've been thinking about this a lot is the fact that... Um, relating is a good word just because I was thinking of like, if you don't question, then you're not really seeing the real reality, if that makes sense. Say that again because I didn't hear you. It's kind of... Because you, you use the word relating. So I was thinking mm-hmm. that's a good word because I was thinking of like, you don't see reality if you're not inquiring about the world you'll just see mm-hmm. it the way you imagine it in your head yeah. yeah yeah so it's it's very internal um as a way of seeing I think that um that helps you see things when you start inquiring and stuff because what a child does they actually like start relating with the world right and a child yeah. that doesn't do that they have brain uh it, it stops their brain development um so when you have a child who's like put with other other kids other environments and interacts with their world their yeah. brain development is better so i think we just think that stays with children but it's like us as, as to be human i think i read this from like it was um, a, a book on myths and it's like we become human like we're not just like mm-hmm. you're not just a human because you were born a human like you become human as you develop these traits like as you develop your character um okay yeah, as you interact with more people, as you perceive the world more, you become more and more human. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah. You become more human. So what did you start off as? <laughs> like you were almost like your spirit was inside this 
it's like a baby. They could be a anything. Like, yeah, they've got they've got the features of a human. Right. But you know, if we just left them with dogs and a wolf and stuff, they wouldn't develop those things that we'd call, you know, our human like, you know, yeah. you say human can empathize, human can imagine, you humans can do all these things. But you know, we learn that by interaction with the world. So why That's do we true, stop? Actually. Hmm. Why do we stop? Hmm. And then you say it's 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 from like this time I was reading about African religion and myth. And it's like a Nigerian proverb. I think it's Nigerian anyway. And it says something like, God has given you something. It's like God has made you and God has given you the world or something like that. Anyway, it starts off like that. Then it's like, as, but then yeah. you have to use your own hands to develop your your character, you know, and like become human. It's like, you know, God has done so much in a way, like, you know. Yeah. But it's like, as creators, you know, we're constantly creating. We're constantly becoming. I mean, we are constantly becoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Constantly becoming. And I feel like, I don't know, it just goes along the same theme. I know you keep saying creating, but it, it is part of it because, like we said already, like that's what it means to be human innately is that you are a creator. Like it's part of who you are. Like you can't really escape it. Like it just is your nature as a human being. It's yeah. like if you don't create, then you know you're just going to carry on being just a creation you're going to be created because everything around us is a creation you know what i mean like it's both it's mm. like superimposed there's like there's like there's that like god made like just a basic you know like earth and yeah. all these like things but then it's a man-made as well like a lot of it's just creation like even like time and stuff like that like there's things which are like yeah it's man-made a lot of it um to the point where we ourselves we don't even realize it that the things that we've uphold as standards like you know this is man-made right like the fact that you have to go money is man-made right like (laughs) you know you forget like these things are all man-made when you realize it's man-made you just think oh god like you're just gonna toss it all out the window do you know what i mean (laughs) but it's like it's all man-made and we've put it as, as so important and we hold it up on so on such a high platform like fashion like things that we see as being like you know like gold, the fact that we place value on gold or something, you know, that's man made. Like everything is man, like you, art. Yeah. It's man made. That's that's actually co- costing so much money. Like, you know, so it's just crazy. And then, um, yeah, so you, I just think that we see the creation, but a lot of the time mm. we, don't, we don't really look to the creator, which is God. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, if you don't become an active creator, a participant, yeah. Um, you're just a creation because someone else is going to create what yeah. you need, you know? Hmm. So that was What did you say there? Someone's going to... Like, you're constantly being created upon, if that makes sense. Like, you're, you know, you're watching there, you're sitting there watching Netflix, which is a creation, like the show yeah. Netflix. And then all those things that you're taking in, they're creating you, right? So you're just part of the... You're, you're also now... Uh... The creation is creating another creation, you know, because you're just there... You, you know what I mean? You're not being an active participant. Whereas I think once we start to to be creators, like now we're creating. I mean, everyone's becoming a creator now, right? So we're creating. Yeah. That's good because we're becoming creators now. We're not just letting other creations, you know, influence us. We're becoming a creator. We're actually creating a dent in this light, in this world, in the, in this um in this experience that we call life. You know, that's interesting actually. And so that thought of like, being- yeah. Like- a creator versus being creation because you can feel the difference when you are just like you said taking in things that are 
creations that were created by other people than when you're actually producing that Mm -hmm. like content or being a creator and being there's an intentionality I feel Mm -hmm. whereas if you're just like letting creation create you you're you're passive Mm -hmm. so it's almost like you're Mm -hmm. not you're not like you're not being purposeful purposeful you're not being intentional about it so yeah I feel like that's more um meaningful coming back to our like our previous topics like eternal fleeting all that that's more meaningful it's more um it has more of a lasting benefit than just being passive in life isn't it it's all about like having autonomy over your life and stuff like that yeah um I feel like we've gone so off topic though. Uh, we didn't, I feel like we didn't even, I literally, the one time I have notes here, yeah, <laughs> to be fair, in my defense, I've covered the bottom half of it, which is kind of like, I said at the beginning, isn't it? Like how I think we're talking about being true to yourself, like having standards for yourself and how, I don't think I touched on it really, but how that actually gives you, it's not, it's, it's not rigid to have standards, but actually allows you to be free. Because you can yeah, it's liberating. It's liberating. But I think the next part of that was that we were talking about how to stand in your truth hmm. in the world, like amongst hmm. other people, because that's difficult. Because obviously we talked about how, you know, in this in this society, in this age, it's all about being PC, you know, politically correct, being, pal- what did you say? Um, oh, like your words, we want your words to be um, palatable, which means palatable. You know, they sound quite good we can digest this it's not offending anyone mm. you know it's it's you're being agreeable as they would yeah. say yeah. <laughs> but but I mean that's difficult because some of the beliefs that people believe like obviously they might offend people but mm. it, it can be hard to stand in that because you don't I don't know you don't want to not be PC you know what I mean because <laughs> there's a certain Why thing is, that's the challenge I mean, because life is easier, but obviously it's a compromise, isn't it? (laughs) You're compromising yourself. But I think it depends, you know, because it's like, isn't there a way to like stand in your truth, but do it gracefully where you don't, you're not offending anyone. You're just standing in your own truth. No, you can't. Do you know what it is? You can't. I mean, now we've gone, (laughs) I was actually liking where we're going before, but this is kind of something that's that. I listened to the, so why I listened to a preach on Sunday and he literally was just like, the gospel is offensive. And I was like, wow. I like, like that though. Like, like when you get it like that, you're not going to try and try and make it not offensive because you know that it is offensive. You just have to accept it. Yeah. yeah. It's offensive. Mm. Like when we say the gospel, we mean Jesus Christ died for our sins and believing in, in Jesus and believing in, um, yeah, believing in Jesus means that we're saved. But that sounds um, so nice. Why is it offensive? It's offensive because you're judging. You're ultimately you're judging um, people. Who Is it don't... because you're telling people that they need? To, they almost they 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 needed to be saved. You know what it is? I think when he broke it down, he even said like this because the gospel, of course, is not just it's not just that. That's just a very kind of like um, it's a very kind of like simplified literal yeah term mm. of the gospel the gospel is abundant life like it's things that you it it's things that the world would what everyone would want it it's good news yeah. life. Mm. and that's what the gospel is it's it's good news of freedom um but what it is 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 he said it's like this because the gospel is like oh forgive the gospel is like you know forgive everyone so it's like it's it's offensive because say someone comes to church <laughs> and someone had really wronged them that rightfully you know that someone had wronged them and they were angry at them rightfully and then you did come into church and it's like yeah forgive you know god commands to forgive like it's offensive because the person's <laughs> like what the heck 
Like, what do you mean, forgive? You know, <laughs> it might be, you know, the gospel is offensive because it says love your neighbor. But what if the neighbor just hates you? Like, just, you know, you know, that I mean, you, even the you. examples you're giving are even not that bad. But what about if it was something serious? Like, I don't know, someone raped you and the person was yeah. like, you know, forgive. And, yeah. you know, then, yeah, yeah, for real, it's offensive. So, so he, he yeah. was just saying how it's offensive because in it is a, there is a judgment towards, you know, someone who does, you know, who doesn't want to. Mm, and mm, so because it is offensive you can't i just said you know there's no nice way of doing this thing like it just is what it is i mean um even i thought a bit about it and to do with food like before i was even saying that i am i mean i still Mm. don't really say vegan but before i was seriously you know cut off meat there was a time i did stop eating meat anyway and i think i said i remember when i started just saying it because i'll be in the context of like we're out to eat with someone it just could be the chicken and chip shop or something and then, yeah. you know what I mean? And then I was just there, innocently, like, oh, yeah, I don't eat, eat meat anymore. And then I remember the way people just used to react, like, oh, what? How, how come you don't eat meat? And then if, you know, if they're Christian, they're like, oh, you do know that it's okay to eat meat, right? As a Christian, I can show you the verses, like, in the Bible that say this. Like, well, I'll have a talk with <laughs> And I used to just think, whoa, like, what is up with this? I was like, I didn't say I don't eat meat, therefore you should not eat meat. Like, I'm just telling you because I'm not going to order the chicken, you know what I mean? In case you're asking, you're wondering why I came to chicken shop. Like, I don't mind being here. I'm just telling you that I don't yeah. eat meat. And then, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, to avoid that judgment, I told you this one already. And then now you're coming to tell me. But people's reaction was so um, interesting. I was like, what's it got to do with you? But then I realized, oh, it's that thing where, like, when you, no matter what, when you make a, when you are, like, on a, when you make a statement, Mm. Of, of like belief or something that you value you're immediately it's like what's it called again you, what's that thing when people claim the land and then they put their stick in the land like and a stamp like they stamp is it like a yeah. stamp yeah you'll make your stand i guess mm. it's like when you make your stand with a value or standard or belief you immediately are i think we talked about this before it's like you immediately now create like um a point of barrier or something it could be, but it's a point of reference now. So people, everyone else can now navigate themselves according to where you put yourself. So you've you've put your your mm. your, your, your stick there, right? <laughs> so they obviously can now. It's a judgment to them because it's like, how far am I away from you? You know, and then ah, it creates yeah. this kind of like weird thing that you do because you're interacting with others. Isn't yeah, it? So when I make a decision. I'm not just by myself here. I put my stick down. I'm like, I'm a vegan whatever so whoever's standing everyone's when you make that statement automatically everyone else is kind of just thinking okay where do i stand in the middle of this so that's why it's got to do with them yeah you know? um it seems interesting we- yeah because it's it reminds me of when we were talking about like when we we use other people as point of references to ourselves yes and it's not it's not is it not right to do that I mean, it's not how we should look at ourselves, but that's what we just naturally do. That's how mm-hmm. that's what we're taught to do. We always compare ourselves to other people. That's why it's, it's, it is so offensive when people do make statements out loud of what they believe in, because it's like, what? Like, you know, if you believe in that, I, I don't believe in that. It's almost mm-hmm. like a judgment on me. Even though the person hasn't said you must believe in that, but it's almost, I don't know. It's a comparison. Because I, mm. I do it all the time. Like, anytime, like, we could just be having a conversation now. I do yeah. all the time. I would like to stop, but it's like I always be comparing myself because you might just be like, "Oh, today, you know, I was very, um, I don't know." It depends because you just might be it's like, true. "Oh, I, today I was, I was, you know, I woke up really early and I got lots of work done and all that." And then I would immediately 
be measuring myself according to because I don't know I think it's just part of us talking I'll be thinking about my day what time I woke up and then I'll be thinking oh and then if I'm not happy with myself mm. I just judge myself and then I've yeah. already I've compared myself I've st- I've like I've used your I've used your life as my standard which I think we do all the time and I think yeah, this we do. comes I do all the time and it comes back to what I was saying like this part of this is it like mm. there's no it's good that standards and standards and values should not they should not be palatable to everyone because why are you setting it doesn't it doesn't whatever their reaction is is not your standard the standard should be it should be integral to you you should be able to stand in it and say this is me like i'm my own north star you know yeah yeah not in the very again i was looking at myself i was like mm, i thought about this before i was like <laughs> the north star is like you know where you your where you get your navigation, what guides you, and it sounds yeah, like yeah. I am my own north star, and it seems anti God. <laughs> even I was uncomfortable with it, but I'm just like I am my own north star because you know why? Like why am I even scared to even say that and stand in it? Like I can't even stand in my truth. It's like it's yeah. I mean, we said this before. You are your own point of reference, right? Yeah, you are your own point mm. of reference. Like let that uncomfortability, like feel it. Like when people are always like, oh, get comfortable with being uncomfortable, like. Yeah, like, like, you know, you are your own point of reference. Like, how does that feel now? So take responsibility, I'm preaching to myself, take responsibility Mm. for, um, it forces you to take responsibility for your own values and values. It's hard, you know, it's hard. I'm just thinking about it now. Like, I'm thinking how, how I would act differently if I did take responsibility and I did stand in, like, what do I want to say? Stand in my truth completely about everything I believe in. How would that change how I interact with people? Because, I mean... Be more authentic, I think. Yeah, I'd be more authentic. I'd be more offensive. Um, I'd be more liberated. But then at the same time, it may, that in that, in that, like, in me trying to stand absolute in my beliefs i'd have to question some of the beliefs because maybe some of them don't have a strong foundation do you know what i mean well, that's excellent like that's just yeah what you want, isn't no, it? no i know i know <laughs> but i'm just saying that it's it's not easy thing to do it is a hard thing to do because then you have to question like l- let's say i'm in a certain scenario where I, i'm asked about my belief or like some topic is being discussed and i and then i I think I believe one way about it, but then I don't want to speak it out. And I'm like, oh, do I actually truly believe that? Or is it just fear? Do you know what I mean? That comes into it as well. So, I mean, I don't know. Just the thought of it is a bit scary, but I think it's good though, because it's better to be that way, to be authentic and to stand in what you believe in than to just kind of whatever conversation you're in, just go with the flow with what mm-hmm. everyone's kind of, you know, that's boring, I guess. That's what, but then at the same time, from a psychological point of view, I mean, humans do that in group settings naturally. <gasps> we, it's called a herd mentality, isn't it? Like we could go with the majority of what people are saying. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's actually a psychological thing. So that's why it's hard because it's not only like, you're almost having to fight yourself. If you want to, you know, you have to stand out, you know, the light has to be shone on you. You have to face that judgment. Like there's a risk with it. Like we said, we discussed like being authentic brings persecution or resistance or some sort of, you know, it, it's not mm-hmm. going to be easy, but I think it is more. It is more, a, a more authentic way to live. Obviously, I mean, you just have to not, you know, care. 
it's not even about not caring. I think that's the thing about it. There's this 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 um wrong belief I had. Whenever you know I see someone, I'm thinking, oh, you're got you're quite bold, aren't you? You're quite out there, like Alia, who's one of my mm. closest friends. She could be deemed seen as someone who's very bold, doesn't care what people think, but she does actually. Like she, she told me this about some months ago, and it's like she has to challenge herself to do things that she's really uncomfortable with, and mm. then it could just be like she maybe she doesn't want to show her legs, and so she wears shorts on like a freezing day, and then someone else might be like, oh well, look at look at her, but they don't mm. know that she had to do a lot just to rev herself up to do that, you know? yeah. And so it's like it's that thing of it's going to be uncomfortable, but. Um, again, it's kind of like what kind of life do you want to live? I suppose is it one yeah. where you are a creation or you mm. are a creator? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Actually, do do you want to be a creation or a creator? Because yeah. you know, it's very do- two different paths. And I think and... Not, we are creation in it. Like, let's not get it twisted. Like, there's that that humility. Like, we are the creation. I'm not trying to mm. say, um, you know, we are like. But then again, but the difference between us and other creation, other things in creation, mm-hmm. is that we were made in the image of the creator, which is mm-hmm. why we also can be creators. Yeah, like that's the difference. Mm-hmm. And I know there's people out there that will be like, you know, we're the same as animals, blah blah. <laughs> but <laughs> depending on your worldview, we were made differently. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know, but I feel like that's purpose. That in itself is purpose. It's what we talked about in the first episodes um, of, in the first episode rather, of what is creation, what it means to be a creator um, and why that gives life purpose because that's what we're made to do. That's who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and that's to... why it does feel, sorry, that's why it does feel, I don't know, you have more like, what's the word I want to say? Like more drive. There's more incentive to live like it's living when you're creating it's living whereas when you're just a creation like you're just what's the point like (laughs) I think I said this in the first episode I was like what's the point you know what I mean I mean we are like even if we're not being intentional we're still creating something but Mm. we can be stagnant in that creation that creation can just be you know whatever so there's no point there's that's not living really that's not purpose there's no yeah there's no point like you're not giving your life meaning or purpose so I don't know yeah Hmm. I think yeah I think for me that's what's come up from this conversation like the fact that we are called to be creators and that is a serious calling which I mean if you take it seriously it's hard that's the thing you know it's so hard um but I think it's what we're supposed to be doing. That's like, what we're here for. And it's fun if we if we just go through the hard part of it, which, yeah, which is actually supposed to be what we're talking about more today, about the avoiding... I, I mean, want to talk about it. It's about avoiding suffering was part of it, but that, that suffering, like, being uncomfortable. Um, yeah, it's the being comfortable. But I, that reminds me of that verse that says that, um, like, it's a narrow path mm-hmm. to walk authentically in who you are and what you believe in, it's a narrow path. Like it's going to be uncomfortable. Not everyone's going to agree. You're going to come up against resistance, but that's the way, you know, to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, when you said it's a narrow path to walk authentically. I was like, which new age translation is that? Where, like, of King James? No, but do you know what? Yeah. 
like I like because, it though. I yeah, mean, but that, that's my translation, and that's why yeah. sometimes it's like you don't have to agree with my trans. That's my experience. That's my translation. That's how God speaks. To I me. agree with it. I, I, I. Yeah, it makes sense to me. I with my mm. I think of it. Yeah, um, but um, and even though I say kingdom, because you talked about what verse was it that you said? Um, you you mentioned kingdom. What was the verse? I never remember verses. I was saying to enter the kingdom of oh, you must become a child to enter the kingdom of heaven. And I was thinking about that, like, because we always talk about language and what it means. So even in that word kingdom, like, what does that mean? Because most people, when I've when I've heard it or I've heard of it being spoke about, they think they're translating it as heaven, to enter heaven. But then if you think about it, it's like, that could have so many, like, meanings to it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because to me, kingdom can just mean, like, a level of living in life, mm-hmm. like a higher life. Mm-hmm. You know, we always talk about the higher life in church, mm-hmm. right? So to me, that's what the kingdom in it, the kingdom is like, because it will say, like, heaven is not just like where you go when you die. Like, you can live heaven now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's living a higher life, like your purposeful sure. life that you're supposed to For live sure. now. So to me, yeah, it's like if you're walking that narrow path, you're living kingdom life. You know, you're not just living a primal, just basic human level life. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way that's going to happen if you're a creator. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> yeah it just wouldn't happen i think the calling is to create um mm. definitely mm. with like create consciously we'll go back to this conscious creator conscious creator mm. living mm. the examined life mm. um that way again yeah you're not you're you're not a victim you are taking control. i mean you can't be mm. yeah taking control again not in a forceful way that's you know like horrible at all um i mean that's the whole point of free will like you've been given the reins like are you just gonna stay there in one spot like yeah it's not about yeah like you said it's not about like forceful it's just that you have been given it you've been given the reins so it's up to you i feel as we've talked about this i've kind of it always it comes back to me and i'm just thinking it's fun though like it's fun like living such a life where Mm. you're just you're you it's fun when you examine your life and you think, wow, like, I can create, like, I can interact. I can actually be, like, a child and question everything. Actually, yeah. as, on a closing note, sort of, it just reminded me, I mean, this is not a closing note, but um, it reminded me of that book that you 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 um, you read um, by the Mind Valley creator when he says the code of the extraordinary mind, the code of the extraordinary mind. Oh, Vishen Lakini. Yeah, and how he, it seems you the said... The of he, the extraordinary mind, yeah. He kind of says about, like, it seems, like, you know, question everything and, like, make up your own rules, no? Yeah, 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 he definitely does that. And he, he goes really extreme, though, because he even questions, like, things that we leave in society, like, we should drink water every day. Because mm-hmm. he goes, he visits, like, um, some tribe, I think, in the Amazonian. They don't drink water at all. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, where does that belief come from, you know? Like things like uh, it could be anything like fire your vegetables, how many vegetables a day, like any beliefs that you are just in society. It's like you have to question everything. Do you know what I mean? Because you don't know the source of that belief. It doesn't mean that, oh, you must stop drinking water because you don't know where that belief came from. Mm. <laughs> it's just like, no, but you question it. You question mm. even as you hear counter beliefs, mm. you know, you question them, examine them, be okay that it's not. It's not, you know, you're not right. I think it's uh, being okay. Well, be okay with the fact that you are not right. Like, you might have a value or something you uphold, but just be like, well, this might be not right, you know? 
Yeah. And it is an uncomfortable process, but when you come out the other end, you know, you're better mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. You are better for it. So, because even if you come out the other end and regardless of whether you still, you st- you find out that you do believe that thing or you don't, you have a so- a more solid foundation regardless. Yeah. 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 So I think you're always better for questioning whatever you believe in. You can't yeah. lose. Like it's not, a, it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I feel like we... It's a great book, there. by the way. I need it's to read it. Book. <laughs> um, I need to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think my thing is, yeah, be... This is my take from the day is be a creator, not a creation, and mm-hmm. it should be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, my take from it is just be be you, really, mm. unapologetically. Yeah, simple you as got, you, yeah, because at the end of the day, you, you only do it once. And it is your life. Like, we always say, it's my life. Yeah, but like, yeah, so go on and create it. Yeah, and you only do it once, and that's it, guys. Cool. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Um, We'll see you next week. Bye.